Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The college football national championship game is coming back down to South Florida. Should it just be here all the time? Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Big event, South Florida. Still coming hard, baby. What? The Dolphins. Super Bowl bound this year. In my opinion, the Super Bowl comes down here regularly. Now it's Formula One. The World Cup will be here. And that's right. College football's national championship game is coming home. And what's great is Theo was contacted yesterday by the Orange Bowl. They're like, hey, can you come down here? Theo's like, (laughs) why? Like, What could they possibly want? And then, oh, yeah, 2026 National Championship game is going to be at Hard Rock Stadium. So that was why, yeah, Theo. That's a big deal. That was Maybe why. Maybe I should have left the show early and got <laughs> yeah. my tail down to Hard Rock. Maybe, but I, I do appreciate it. There's plenty of time to get sound bites. I do appreciate you staying here until 2 o'clock. Of course. Uh, Ken Levick alive, speaking of 2 o'clock. That's how long we have you till here on ESPN 106.3 in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the sort of overcast but uncomfortably muggy Intracoastal. My radio life partner, Friday Night Light, Stone Labanowitz, runs this catastrophe until the aforementioned 2 o'clock. And Tuesday means Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. And I have a confession to make. I think I might have been ball sacked. Uh oh. Not in the traditional sense where <laughs> you just fall for a ball sack sports tweet that is completely made up and you make yourself look like an ass. Not in the traditional sense, okay? But yesterday, as I'm perusing the interwebs and I'm on Twitter, uh, a man named uh, Jim Weber, who his, his Twitter bio uh, says film, TV, and podcast producer, college sports and uniforms fanatic lostletterman.com. So I'm thinking to myself, uh, it seems pretty legit. He tweeted the following. Love this idea by at Kirk Herbstreet. The Rose Bowl should be the permanent national title game. Pasadena is the mecca of college football. Let's treat it as such. Now that's interesting. Mm. That's a good topic. That's a solid discussion. (laughs) So I was just looking for where Kirk Herbstreet said this because maybe if there's audio, we can hear the voice of Kirk Herbstreet make this declaration and maybe just tie it into the show a little bit, right? I can't find it anywhere. In fact, I've Googled it. I've Twitter searched it. I've been all over the place. And I legit can't find any other instance of him making this declaration anywhere. Mm. So I'm wondering if it's one of those things that someone on Twitter just decided, hey, this will sound good. This will bring some some clicks, and this way I can promote something like underneath the tweet. Hey, if you like bagels, I have this new bagel shop mm. online, bagels.com. That's how they get you. I love the bagels, too. Yeah, so. the bagels yeah. are delicious. That is how they get you. But I'm not sure Kirk Herbstreet actually said that, okay? I'm not sure. But it doesn't change the fact that it's actually a good, legitimate conversation. 
Because yesterday we find out that Hard Rock Stadium in 2026 is once again going to host the national championship game. A year after, Atlanta once again hosts the national championship game. And I'd be willing to bet that there's a real solid contingent out there that believe either A, Atlanta should just host the game every year, big game city, or B, South Florida should host the game every single year. And I think Mm. it's worth discussing, and I think this is a conversation about it. I understand, realistically, they'll never do it because there's too much money involved. They want to put up bid rights. They want the bidding. They want the number to rise. So this isn't going to happen, but I think this is a discussion of where would it be most appropriate to always play the national championship game? What exactly is the bedrock of college football? When you think college football, what stadium or what city is the one that first comes to mind? Which place, city or stadium, would be most deserving of being the all-time host of the national championship game. And I got to say, I sort of agree with Kirk Herbstreit. Mm. Is there any place more romantic when it comes to college football, more seeped in history than the Rose Bowl, than Pasadena, the pink sunset in the background, the immaculate turf, the mountains in the background, the setting, it's gorgeous. That, to me, is college football. Now, I also grew up a Big Ten fan, so that was always the prize before the BCS and before the college football national, uh, uh, the college football playoff came to be. Uh, the Rose Bowl is the prize. So it, that was what it, always appointment viewing because that's where Ohio State was or yeah. Michigan was or Hughes Illinois game. was or Northwestern was or whatever. Did you like, say Northwestern? I did. Did you sneak 1995, them in? Northwestern yeah. went to the Rose One Bowl time. lost to USC. Why would you sneak them in? Or Don't do why that. Why did it come to your head? Yeah, why would you do that? I'll tell you why. Brother Vince Young. Because <laughs> it was one of the the most memorable, growing up in the Chicago area, yeah. one of the most memorable stories of my childhood was Northwestern out of nowhere winning the Big Ten. They were always complete, abject, 0-11 trash my entire life. And then 1995 came, and they start the year, and I'm not even a Northwestern fan, um, but Darnell Autry and company uh, beat Notre Dame (laughs) in South Bend. Week two of the season, what do they do? Lose at home to Miami of Ohio. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, that was a fun story a week ago. But then they beat Michigan, and they beat Penn State, and they went to the Rose Bowl. So that's why it came to my mind. I, I hear that story, too. John Keyshawn Shaman. Johnson and USC beat Northwestern in that Rose Bowl. Oh, that was Keyshawn that on was the other Keyshawn. side. Yeah. Uh, John Shaman at WPTV News Channel 5, uh, weekend anchor there, he is a Northwestern grad, and he's told me the story of mm-hmm. the 95 Northwestern team like at least three times. Starting linebacker on that team, Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah. Who's oh, there we coach? go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So well, they yeah. kept it in the family. So it, I, I do. I do appreciate what the Rose Bowl has to offer. Head coach of that Northwestern team shamed Gary Barnett, who went to Colorado <laughs> and then uh, started uh, making sexist comments and maybe covering up some things. But before that, he was part of a Cinderella story, maybe the Cinderella story before App State came. <laughs> so that's why. Stone. All right, things were different back then. Don't name the granddaddy of them all, talk about the Rose Bowl, and then bring up a team that made it one time. And then then you kept going. That only people from Illinois would really uh, recollect. And and Ken loves to do that. He'll just like throw a name in there and then try to throw other names (laughs) in there that make sense. And it's like, no, we need to call you out on that every time. In my lifetime, Illinois only went once. They should have been there twice, but only went once. Uh, The year uh, 2007, Juice Williams beat uh, Ohio State. They went to the Rose Mm. Bowl, but they were the second place team in the Big Ten that year. The 
year they should have gone because of the BCS, they went to the Sugar Bowl instead and lost uh, to uh, LSU. Matt Quinn, I believe, was the quarterback. Of, Big uh, Ten history here. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, that's. <laughs> I am boring everybody to tears. Back to the conversation at hand. Uh, I think the Rose Bowl, I agree with the maybe fake take from Kirk Herbstreit <laughs> that Pasadena, the Rose Bowl, should be the all-time host of the national championship game. But, Theo, you grew up in Houston. Yes, sir. You grew up a Texan. I think there are many Texans that say, we are where college football reside. Or if you want to at least push the boundaries further, the southeast. Yeah. They'll say, this is where college football, the heart and soul lives. The national championship game should be in this region. Where's your head at here? You, you almost can read my mind. I can tell that, you know, we've been doing this show for We're long enough at this point. Step. Right, yeah. right. So I like the Rose Bowl idea. Before You know what? Before I even get into breaking down your conversation, I think it needs to be in Dallas or Houston. I think it needs to either be at Jerry World Ugh. or at NRG Stadium. I agree with Stone's reaction. And no, 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 no. I don't want I'm, any indoor game, by the way. Hold on. Let's play like men. Hold on. Uh, let's no, have, want, let's have the option. Let's have a retractable roof option just in case of rain. If you bring it to South Florida like that, you know that might be a problem. If you go out there to California, what are we kicking off at 10 p.m. Eastern? Because no. it's going to be on a Monday night. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So if we're going to bring it out there to Cali it. every – no, but you know they're not. They love it on a Monday night for some <laughs> That's a great point. I did not think about that. That as soon as they move the game all time to the Rose Bowl, all yeah. I'm going to do is whine and complain about how late it starts. <laughs> it's going to kick off at like 940. 9.30. I can't stay up for that. And he's right. He would just I complain just, for the entire two weeks. Yeah. So who's excited about the national championship? Not me. Uh, I will exactly. just bitch and moan about that constantly. Yeah. And that's why over and over again, whenever people bring stuff up like that, the West Coast, I think the West Coast time zone, it's out of the question. Out of the question. If you're going to do it every single year and it's going to be on a Monday, out of the question. If you're from the Pacific time zone and you now hate Theo Dorsey, 888-760-3776. Essentially, he's going after the olds out there, saying he they is. won't be able to stay up late and watch the national champion. Why would you limit your audience like base? Me. All right, we're going to stick to... For the sake of tradition, and I think they'll probably make... It's it's the same story with, like, the World Series if they played in L.A. Like, they'll start at fine, like, 5 o'clock locally out in, in Pasadena. But for mm-hmm. me, like, and what I- tradition... If you're going to play it in Dallas, fine, Jerry World's great. Just play it at the Cotton Bowl. That's where the tradition is. But Forget the, Jerry World. At a certain point, though, this is the national championship game. I don't care about tradition one way or the other. It's more so about having the venue with the capacity having the place that has at least some amount of, oh, this is a big game feel to it. It should feel a little different, and then you create a new tradition in the, the new home. I it. guess it comes down to this simple conversation. Does the Cotton Bowl have more je ne sais quoi, no. more acumen than the Rose Bowl? I mean, I would... The answer is no. No, no. <laughs> nobody... The, the Rose Bowl is the Rose Bowl. Like, like Especially Energy Stadium in Houston. Like, I don't... NRG. I think you're just saying nope. that. I, I just... Uh, <laughs> NRG. Don't, sorry. Don't let I it. didn't realize that Theo was so yeah. personally invested in the Hell N- yeah. NRG Corporation because it's in his... It right. I think you're, you just have Houston talking. No, no. It's not just about Houston bias. So, we're talking about a Monday night game, right? So, people are going to want to come in on about Saturday to enjoy the whole thrill of the city. There's three major cities in the United States where Sundays are just electric. Las Vegas, Los Angeles, and Houston, Texas. Is this completely I'm, self-proclaimed? Yeah, this is yeah, not I feel like this is being made up right now. I'm giving you guys facts, and you're not <laughs> listening. See, this is the problem. Las, Las Vegas on a Sunday, yeah, for the degenerates, that's no. the day. 
Uh, not right. just for the Theo, I'm listening. Why is Houston lit on Sunday? <laughs> Houston Sunday fun days. Houston Sunday fun days throughout the city is something that you have to, for one, go experience yourself to really know and bask in the environment to kind of understand what I'm talking about. But for those who don't know, it is electric, man. You have so many different bars and spots open. Houston also has the most diverse eating scene in all of America, really. In all of America. All of the different <laughs> cultural restaurants. I'm giving you guys facts. This is the reason I why mean, Houston works out. I laughing at you. This NRG Stadium. <laughs> NRG Stadium is in the heart of downtown Houston. Uh-huh. Unlike, where the Astrodome used to be. Uh, yeah, similar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's right in their heart. So you can access the stadium. You can have a whole. You can have events all around it. You have the George R. Brown Convention Center, and in walking distance from that, you can get all kinds of different food. You got your Italian food. You got your Chinese food. Jamaican. You got your Nigerian food. Also, a lot of different bars, a lot of different day parties, a lot of different venues, and on top of all of that, retractable roof, man. If the rain starts flowing in and I paid $10,000 for my seats, <laughs> I don't want to get rain on my head like I would at the Rose Bowl or what, like I would at the damn Hard Rock Stadium. So, No disrespect to my guys. Theo, Theo is, is going Texas. He thinks college. Houston. He thinks college football. Yes. Either Jerry World in, in Dallas or Arlington or that's the problem with Houston yeah. is that's where the national championship game the tradition, the resources, <laughs> the venues, that is where the college football national championship game yes. should always be played. Where should the college football national title game be played every year? If in a realistic scenario, and again, we're acknowledging this isn't going to happen no. because it's a cash grab and they want the bidding rights from the different cities and regions, it will always be a part of this, but if you were to choose one and it could be a stadium as well. See, mine is, is I think, more the stadium. Like, the stadium is just dripping in tradition. Pasadena, Rose Bowl, like that. That right there is college football to me. Theo's thinking of it maybe from a more practical standpoint. Two major airports. Modern venues. Two ma- <laughs> the infrastructure is there. A lot, a lot of hotels. My goodness. I mean, I did not realize Theo was the, the infrastructure mind that he is. Uh, but he says, give me Houston or give me Jerry World as a consolation. Either way, it's got to be in Texas. Center of America. Texas. <laughs> Texas is where this should be. It won't snow. Where should the college football national title game be played every year? In this hypothetical, we think maybe, but maybe not. Presented by Kirk Herbstreit. <laughs> if, if you had to choose, where should the college football national title game be played every year? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Now, there is only one man in this room who has actually played college football, and he did it at the Division I level at Southern Illinois. He knows what it's like mm. to, to play and have the tradition and the camaraderie and big games and, and, and the like. So, Stone, I ask you, is our, our college football, the one who's experienced mm. the glory, the pageantry, the pageantry of Woo! the game, where would you 
put the college football national title game every single year. Okay, well, I'll start here first. So I just received a text from an unnamed source. says, I'm in Houston all the time for work. <laughs> Sunday straight up sucks. <laughs> what and then, what a steamer of a take. <laughs> what, what, Sunday right, what, sucks. Tell him I'll get in touch when I'll show him the spots. He, I love he, just, he or she hasn't really so, experienced it. I love it's not like letting Theo down easy. It's not like, I don't know, I've had different experiences. It's in Houston, Sunday sucks. After Theo went on this entire Chamber of Commerce rant about why Houston's the best Sunday city in the country. Well, I, I love the pitch, right? So when they're in that committee, right, when they're deciding where it's going to be, I'm sure there are guys from all over. And Theo, you would take the role of somebody from Texas pitching Texas. So I yes. thought you did a great job. Also, I, that guy sucks, whoever was texting. <laughs> so uh, a named source. Yeah. I personally, when I saw it, was really excited. Not only because we live in the state and I do some work at Hard Rock Stadium, but I do think they hit the nail on the head there. I think ultimately for, for athletes, celebrities, public figures, like your ultimate goal is to at some point during the year get down to MIA at least one or two times. So I think like the like national that's champ- the spot. It's just the spot. It's everybody's goal. It's the light at the end of the tunnel is Miami, Florida, and I think... Or Miami Gardens. Or, yeah, Miami. Yeah. I mean, the, right. Literally so, right. the so. border of Broward County and Miami Dade. <laughs> for County. sure, yes. for sure. But, you know, it's like a 30-minute Uber ride if you want to go spend time... <laughs> See, in, infrastructure. ...in the 305. See, you don't got an Uber ride. <laughs> so, I, two years ago, three years ago, it was the Orange Bowl, and Alabama played Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to go to that game, and I thought it had the big game feel that you talked about. It always does. It is a big event stadium. It is. Big event region. We know that. And I think with Formula One being there and some of these bigger events popping up all over the place, all of these concerts, like it's something that not only football fans know or sports fans know, but it's just like known now. So I think, I think it fits the big game feel. It's beautiful. I think it's top five beautiful, like most beautiful mm-hmm. stadiums in the country right now. So I think they hit the nail on the head with Hard Rock. I think they're doing really good things down there. I, I wouldn't mind if it was there every year. And I, To be honest, I don't think any athlete from one of these bigger teams, like in Alabama, like in Ohio State, I think they would tell you the same thing. Oh, I would love to get down to Miami. What we are experiencing right here, I think, is generation gap. Because me, uh, sure. I'm just old enough to be able to romanticize about the Rose Bowl because I am in clear conscience, clear memory, uh, able to recall when it truly was the best team in the Big Ten, the best team in the Pac-12, the Greasy versus Leaf national championships, uh, the the mythical national championships being played there, uh, just how massive those games were. O.J. Simpson? Uh, Not quite. Not His quite. I'm not quite old enough for that. Oh, no, you aren't? Yeah, not okay. quite old enough for that. I thought in high school when you were watching O.J. Simpson. <laughs> the deuce. Uh, um, but, uh, I mean, I'll give you Kerry Collins, Penn State. Okay. I'll give you that. That's okay? good. I'll All give right. you Drew Brees, Purdue. Okay. okay? I'm, Ooh, old, I'm, I'm more great. than old enough for that. Um, but I, I am able to recognize the significance of the Rose Bowl. But I think because of the college football playoff or the BCS before that, the Rose Bowl and its elegance has been lost a tad to the younger generation, like a Theo, who's trying to tell us that Houston is a lit Sunday city. <laughs> Not a summer city, but a Sunday city. Never heard of it. Never even thought that was a thing. You got but Midtown, apparently it's a thing. You got right? Uptown. <laughs> and you know then Stone. Stone. Stone like, Stone's right. Like He's just coming off the football field, right, Theo? Like, he, yeah. he is a year removed from, from playing D1 football. You think that any of the modern-day 
college football players sit there and think, oh, man, it would be sick to go to Pasadena. Bingo. They're not thinking about that. They're thinking, Never. it would be sick is to go to live. Mm-hmm. be sick is to go and stay uh, on South Beach. It would be sick to go play where the Dolphins play. Like, that is probably where the majority of their heads are at. I think absolutely. And you, you talk about the generational gap. Was there a bigger moment for, for somebody my age, like 25 and under, than Vince Young on that fourth down, scooting in the end zone? To, to, Amazing. Like that, yeah. that was the only thing that I can but really— that's your only recollection of, like, the Rose Bowl. Right. So, so, so you bring up a really good point. Like, I think in today's age with the players, like, it just doesn't matter anymore about the tradition. It's more so about the aesthetic, and I think that's just where we're at now. Theo, I'm about to call Stone out. Because he sits here and he romanticizes about the Canes, talks about Miami, mm. how big a fan he is, Mario Cristobal bringing him back to greatness. Hoorah! Um, how do you come up with Vince Young and you don't recall ne- what the Canes did in Nebraska? Nebraska. At where? Pasadena. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just where I thought your Kane's brain would go. I'll tell you the answer to that. So what year was that? 2001. 2001. He said 90. That was incredible. I'll tell you why. Because I was two and a half years old, (laughs) and I was being pushed around a stroller at Disney World. You were still pooping on yourself. I was still pooping and throwing up all over myself. Got it. But I do love watching those highlights back, and when somebody who was there or experienced, you know, kind of watching that being a Canes fan, it is cool to relive, but I just, you know, I don't have that that same feel. I suppose that's an acceptable response to (laughs) how I just challenged you, yes. Uh, In the hypothetical that may or may not have been proposed by Kirk Herbstreit, we just don't know. Uh, if the college football national championship game was to be played in one stadium or one city every single year, where should it be played? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, it's open, at KLV1063. We take your calls and we take your social media when we come back. But I want to make sure everybody remembers, today's the big day. Yesterday... We learned of the four teams that Theo Dorsey has trimmed it down to. He is making his decision today who he will be supporting, what team he will be cheering for, who he will become a fan of in the NFL in 2022. It is between the incumbent, the Carolina Panthers, who Theo says uh, once they traded for Baker Mayfield, That was a kick to the groin, and I don't know if I can go back. Over with. The Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe just maybe they're on a downturn. Patrick Mahomes looked mortal last year. Still made it to the AFC title game. But will the Chiefs do enough to woo Theo Dorsey? What about the Philadelphia Eagles? Young quarterback Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni. H-Town. Not great at press conferences, but maybe knows what it takes on the sideline. X's and O's, a playoff team from a year ago. Or will it be the hottest team on the block right now Mm. in the NFL? Tua, Tyreek, Jalen Waddell, Mike McDaniel, Mm. the Miami Dolphins. Will they snag Theo Dorsey for 2022. Fins up, baby. The hats are here. It will be a hat ceremony. The commitment of Theo Dorsey later on in the show. And he will give us, as we progress on, one final piece of why 
for all of these teams, why it's down to these four, and why he's considering these four teams as we move on. Where should the college football national title game be played every single year? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. He's Theodore C. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Kirk Herbstreet, allegedly. We haven't been able to confirm it. I just saw a tweet last night crediting a quote to Kirk Herbstreet, and I can't find a source of where it came from. But Kirk Herbstreet maybe declaring that the Rose Bowl should always host the College Football National Championship game. Now, South Florida has it in 2026. We found that out yesterday. 2025 is Atlanta. Where is it this year? I don't remember. I have no clue. I saw it this morning. I also don't remember. Stone, you got to figure this out. If the Canes are going to be there, you got to figure this out. That's you and I. Oh, isn't it Arizona? Is it in Arizona? The Phoenix? Super Bowl's in, oh, in Glendale. Oh, that's what that's. that's what no, that's Stone and I already have plans for that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Two One Company going to be out there. <laughs> there we go. Mm-hmm. I like that. So we got. We already have uh, those dates. You got those tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 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 working on that. Getting the we're Airbnb or a hotel. Um, or, or Verbo. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we, we were originally question. thinking RV. Oh, yeah. an RV. Yeah, an RV. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A teal and orange RV. And it's going to say Glendale or bust on it. Yeah. Wow. And we're That's... just gonna we're just gonna drive it uh Route sixty six all the way to uh Glendale. Oof. Not even sure if Route sixty six uh, goes to that. I would area, say I ten. I ten? I ten's gonna get you there quicker than whatever the hell Route sixty six is. What do you mean whatever the hell Route sixty six is? It's the most famous roadway in America. I know, but I ten is the, the best, <laughs> most efficient west to east. I ten which by the way goes right through Houston. Your Houston pride <laughs> is on display Come today. On. It's man. not all just about Houston, it's about <laughs> Highway efficiency. This is the best interstate in all of America. Oh, man. I-10. That is so hilarious. I love that. <laughs> but I agree with the maybe true, maybe didn't, uh, maybe did, maybe didn't happen Kirk Herb Street quote that uh, the Rose Bowl, because I am of the age where I romanticize about the Rose Bowl. I still think the Rose Bowl is tops. That is college football. I think all things considered, if you're going to play the national title game anywhere every year, it should be the Rose Bowl. Theo says, uh-uh, it's Houston. My hometown, Houston. And if you can't be there, it's Jerry World. You don't have Texas. to keep saying my hometown. It's not it's not because of that, you know what I'm saying? But it does help. So January 9th, 2023 is SoFi Stadium. Oh, that's right, SoFi. Oh. That's right. That's right. So yeah, they'll be kicking it off at like 10 p.m. <laughs> get your popcorn and your uh your melatonin ready to get your nap in. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh and then Stone uh Stone says right here, South Florida. This is where players want to be. This is where the title should be given because for a college football player, there's the allure of going down to Miami or surrounding areas, South Florida, competing for a championship right here in our neck of the woods. If if college football had its national championship game, same place every year, where should it be? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Bruce tweets in between the hedges. He wants Georgia. He no way in Georgia. hell. You'd, you'd get a pretty rowdy crowd, no. I feel like. And it's also, you know. It's a non-starter. Football in the South? No. No no way in hell. I mean, if you're truly going to go for it. Yeah. Though, like, there's Atlanta, fine. Yeah. I understand that's where the College Football Hall of Fame is. But, 
I mean, who's Athens? to say that you can't for a year move it to Athens? No. And uh, Atlanta's the hub. You fly everybody in there. No. It's what, like a 40-minute trip to no, Athens? No, it's not. Especially not if you're having a game in Athens. That that drive from Atlanta to Athens. Trust me, I covered sports in Georgia for like damn near four years. Nobody wants to take thousands and thousands of out-of-towners to go to Athens. There's no way in hell. That's why Houston's the ideal spot. Yeah, man. Oh, man. There's only one airport you have an option to fly into. It's a hub. It's a hub in Atlanta. But then you got to drive. It's going to be like an hour 20. You know what traffic is like around oh, yeah. Atlanta? Especially when you're playing. Come on, no way, no way in hell, Athens. Gets I I didn't necessarily mind the Houston elevator pitch that much <laughs> until you did the food thing, which just could have easily yeah, been Delray Delray Beach yeah, Marketplace. Yeah, it could have been the yeah exactly. No, but you like, guys oh, don't we understand. Got, you know, they got Chinese food. food. Yeah, they got Mexican no, no, no. food. We're talking about. Go ahead and exit 52 right here, Delray Beach Marketplace. It could have been about, Okeechobee <laughs> Boulevard here talking, in West Palm. The difference I'm talking about. We got Jamaicans cooking the Jamaican food and Chinese folk cooking the Chinese food. And and Arabian folk cooking the Arabian food and whatnot. It's different. Then it should be in, then it should be in New York City. Yeah, you're talking like South Florida though. Isn't like the melting pot uh, one of the melting is. pots of the world? No, it's not. Y'all have Cuban food and and, Jamaican, and Jamaican food, food and that's it. What else? What is South Florida? Chinatown. No, no, tell is me down right there. now. Tell me right now. What is South Florida known for when it comes to food? Caribbean food. All right. Cuban yeah, food. That's what I'm saying. It's like one or two things. Houston well, has it all. Crazy. Mexican food. Me- you got soul food. food. Y'all don't have any soul food spots out here. Now, I, I, I would, not much, I don't know. Not much, not much Cajun food. I not can't much say that food. I know I, that Mirakan are on the prowl for soul food. I actually, <laughs> I actually think that you might be wrong. I don't think you're looking hard enough for the soul food, to be quite honest. There's, there's a couple spots agree. here and there, but it, it's not hidden like let's it is help, in the South. Let's help Theo. Let's help Theo. What's a good soul food spot? Because Theo says, ah, you guys, you, you don't have any soul food around here. I, <laughs> no, I, I, like I think that would be shocking if that was the case. Now, Stone's right. Like, have I actively been I, – I like soul food. Have I actively been seeking it out? No. But That's you a lived here for a while. Part. You wouldn't okay? know if it was right there. <laughs> and the fact that you – look, come on. Keep it real. <laughs> All right? It's, it's not a – I'm not hating on South Florida. I love South Florida. I love Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, all of it. It's just it's not it's no place like Houston, man. Help help Theo out. Where where is the soul food around here? Where is the good soul food around here for Theo? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Help Theo out. Where is the good soul food around here? Because Theo, I, I don't think Theo's right. I just don't think he's been looking hard enough. Okay? He just assume I'm not right. No, I'm not saying you're not right. I'm just saying that maybe you haven't been exposed to it properly. Okay, you're right. Maybe so. We'll see. Um, Leo says the Cherubundi Tart Cherry Boca Raton Bowl Woo! should be where the national championship mm. game is played. Come to paradise. Now, I will say uh, there have been a couple of times where the crowds have been <laughs> massive, uh, like when UCF came in FAU a couple of years ago and um, the, the traffic situation was Ooh. a little bit rough. Going to have another run-through uh, this year when UCF comes in, and so I will be fully on board with that. Uh, if if that is successful, is that 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 it, good? That is a, that would be a log jam a bit. I can see and parking. I mean, also, what's the capacity at FAU State? Ah, uh, like thirty thousand. Okay, okay. There, you'd have to work around that. Maybe some temporary seating. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just on the upper level. Yeah, I hear that. Can, can I make the pitch for now? I was I was originally thinking Nashville. Because it's just such a popular city, and when I see the streets flooded in Nashville, it's like okay, they can get rowdy there. But I've been to Tennessee Titans, their stadium. It's disgusting from the outside, <laughs> and I don't think it's very fitting for a college national championship. Yeah. But I think the city itself 
is fitting, and it also a generational but gap. When, I think kids would not mind going when to play you in think Nashville, col- Tennessee. But if you think college football, do you think Nashville? No, you don't. I would actually then just say, uh, don't say it. Played in Birmingham. Well, I thought like, you were going to say Knoxville. No, no. Well, there is uh, Coach Kerr who tweets, "Would be cool to watch a game in Tennessee." Oh. All right, we'll just buy a ticket. I was like about Tennessee to say, and yeah. Auburn. Like, just, yeah, don't make everybody have to watch a game in Tennessee. If it's cool for you, now, go Knox, have fun. Knoxville is cool. It is cool, yeah, for The stadium's sure. right on the river. The stadium's huge. Like that The is stadium a, is huge. That's a great experience. But it's not Except you. then you have to watch Tennessee play football, but that's fine. That's your prerogative. Rocky Top. Another thing y'all have to factor in here is we're doing this every year. Every year. So, like, Knoxville's yeah. cool. But how the hell are you getting there? Also, yeah, how are you getting there? And also, is it every year cool? If you're going, if you're making trips True. to Knoxville every single year, it's True. like okay, it's, it's starting to wear off. Now Nashville is every year cool. Nashville but, is yeah. Nashville, but Nashville, I don't think of college football when I think Nashville. I no. don't. If this was like the country music convention, then fine, <laughs> that's one thing. But I would, I, it's it's that's sort of synonymous with college football. Though. Yeah, but I would put Indianapolis in this discussion before I would put Nashville now, in this I, discussion. I think you're allowed to. I think Lucas Oil would be a very savvy spot for a national championship. But January game. though in Indianapolis, I'm not They're sure. Going, yeah, some yeah. years it might get a little shaky. For sure, you yeah. can't tailgate. You can't go out as much. I, I agree yeah. that that's where they are hindered. And you that's why just, he, you were just there, Charlotte. Yeah, Char- Charlotte's not a terrible there's some idea. Nos- there's some nostalgia there. I mean, you'd have to play at that sorry ass Bank of America Stadium. <laughs> That's the only downfall. Is oh, like man. it's just the and, stink I mean, of the Panthers it, might still be resonating by the time. It would also be 22 degrees in January. That's true too. It yeah. gets cold. It gets cold. Char- in Charlotte. Charlotte not exactly balmy. Uh, where should college football's national title game be played every year if college football were to ever make that decision? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, later on in the show, Theo Dorsey, the hats are ready. He will be committing to an NFL team in 2022. How did we get here? Stone, let's play our very important sounding old NFL ESPN highlight music, please. Theo Dorsey will be choosing today the Theo Dorsey NFL fandom commitment between the Carolina Panthers, Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, and Miami Dolphins. Theo, the incumbent team here, Mm. the Carolina Panthers. How have we gotten to this place? where you have put your fandom into a free agency for this year and you have turned your back on Carolina. I've been through and through for the majority of my life a Carolina Panthers fan. And it all started for me, really, in 2016 when Jerry Richardson wouldn't allow the players to protest. He wouldn't allow the guys from the team to participate in peaceful protests back in 2016. It started there. I was a little iffy. Later on, I find out that the owner, Jerry Richardson, Calling scouts the N-word, having Gene Day and sexually assault, or not assaulting, but sexually, a lot of sexual misconduct, yeah. sexual harassment. Which, not great. So all of that. So we get rid of Jerry Rich. So I'm thinking, okay, we're all is good. I can fully reignite myself in the fandom. Dave Tepper steps in. I'm thinking hedge fund guy, billionaire. He's getting bread. He's going to make good decisions, right? He's made a lot of money. Uh-huh. Steven Ross type. Steven Ross type. He's made a lot of money. So hopefully these good decisions flow over to the NFL franchise. Scott Fitterer, as the GM, I'm not going to even discuss that. I think he's pretty decent. The defense is good. When Dave Tepper hired Matt Rule, the Baylor defensive-minded football coach, who I don't know if you guys know this, he had a three-year run at Baylor. 
His first year, 1-11. Mm-hmm. Second year, I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. Third year, 11-1 and one, until he lost in the uh, Big 12 title game and in his uh, bowl game against, I think it was Georgia. Matt Rule had a three-year run at Baylor. You want to know how many ranked teams he beat? How many? Just take a guess. Uh, one. Okay, Stone? I'll go with one as well. Zero ranked teams. We hired, or they, uh-huh. the Carolina Panthers, Dave Uh-oh. Tepper, hired Matt Rule, the Baylor defensive-minded coach, who beat zero top 25 teams in college football to be the head coach of an NFL franchise. And the results so far have spoken for themselves the last straw on the camel's back, as we all know it, this offseason. We talked about it here on Ken Levick Alive, mm-hmm. and I said it right when Robbie Anderson said, no, when the reports were coming out about Baker Mayfield maybe going to the Panthers. I said, if the Carolina Panthers, with all of this lead up, and there's so many other things I haven't even mentioned in this spill, go out and trade for Baker Mayfield, I will not root for this team going forward. They did it. Here we are. I'm a free agent. Now, am I going to give them a chance here on my signing day? as a team to go back to, if I'm wooed enough, if I see enough stuff. I saw some reports out of camp, again, that Baker Mayfield is, you know, playing quarterback. I don't Mm -hmm. know what the hell that means. I'm not sure if it's good or bad. It's probably a step up from whatever (laughs) Sam Darnold did last year. It is true. That's true, because they never stated that he was playing quarterback. And you saw (laughs) Baker Mayfield coaching up Matt Corral yesterday. So you saw I don't know if that's a good thing, Stone. (laughs) So you saw he's such a team player. You know, he cares about his teammates. I don't know if I want Baker Mayfield coaching up anybody. He's a mentor. That's uh, not good. Yeah. That's I, not good. I mean, it, so, it's a tough spot to be in for you. I'm on the fence. I, I will leave them in my top four because of they are the incumbent. Because they did have my heart for so long. But right now, my heart is broken. And I need to see if it can be fixed. Uh, at this moment, real-time pull at KLV 106.3. Which NFL team should Theo Dorsey be a fan of in 2022? The Panthers receiving 13% of the vote. 13% of the vote. It is going to come down to the Panthers, the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Dolphins. Who will Theo choose? You won't want to miss it. We are also going to be streaming it live, right, uh, on Facebook. I believe so. The commitment of Theo Dorsey and live. subsequent signing day. So he'll commit today and he'll sign to that team. We'll go through the terms of that. A contract written up by our lawyers yes. uh, as we move on. The Panthers do have one of the best sayings, though. Hashtag keep pounding. So Keep pounding have what? That. Like, keep pounding now and keep pounding <laughs> sand? Well, I mean, now it, it should be hashtag keep getting pounded because that's what keeps <laughs> happening every damn Sunday, Thursday, oh, and, and, and uh, Monday. But, yeah, keep pounding. And you hit the drum at the beginning, and it's a big celebration. It's cool. <sighs> I like that. Keep pounding yeah, sand. The history, keep getting pounded. <laughs> the, the history behi- behind keep pounding is actually really, really It was cool. like It was a, a guy who was actually, I think it was a guy that was battling cancer yeah. or something like that. Yeah, so it, it has good deep roots, and it does go nice hand-in-hand hand with football because but you, you want to keep pounding. But when you're four pounding. games, it's like disrespectful to that guy. It is, exactly. <laughs> and for that guy and myself, I am trying to free myself and get away from this hell-stricken <laughs> franchise. This hellscape. Uh, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. 
Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. We're less than an hour away from Theo Dorsey's NFL fandom commitment ceremony right here in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Also, college football, every year, if they play the national title game in one place, where should it be? And Theo Dorsey's looking for soul food in South Florida. Yes. Give him some tips. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter's always open at KLV1063. He is the soul food searching Theo Dorsey. WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN1063. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. This is Jack Johnson. He's playing at the I Think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm. Jack Johnson, the famous soft rock and acoustic pop singer. Tickets for Friday's show. This Friday, 7 p.m., doors open at 6 at LiveNation.com. That's LiveNation.com. I think Financial Amphitheater. If you don't like your bank, come experience why their members love I Think Financial. For more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial, moving you forward. The famous soft rock and acoustic pop singer, Jack Johnson, at the I Think Financial Amphitheater. This Friday, doors open at 6. Show starts at 7. LiveNation.com. That's LiveNation.com. Theo Dorsey is choosing between four teams today. The Panthers, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, or the Eagles. Who will earn his fandom in 2022? We will find out before 2 o'clock. Ernesto is in Boynton Beach. Ernesto's on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, Ernesto. Hello, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Theo, I have the first spot for you. The I know you didn't want to take my recommendation for my stylist that was, but, but would have been flown in. But I understand. He, you you don't want you don't want that kind of Wait, stuff. Wait, Ernesto, you were going to fly place. this person in to to get Theo God, a cut? This guy, yes, this guy. This guy has his own shop in. Uh, he has one in Tampa and one in New Jersey. I'm trying to convince him to open one up here. And uh, Theo would have been his own, his, his guy. He would have been his reason to open up a shop here. So anyway, you wow. let that slide. But I had a well, professional. Look, dude, look I had a professional hit. to come here and cut your hair. So it was it was a good guy. Um, okay, dumpling is the name of the place. Soul food place. Uh, it's off of Congress and Palm Beach. What's that uh, Boulevard? Uh, Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. Okay. And and Congress. It's right in there. Dumplings. Look for it. Uh, you, you, you'll love it. It's a good place. I kind of bumped into that one. Um, as for okay. the state, it, you write it down, dude. I'm telling you. You you've been you missed out on the first one. I was going to have that guy flown into you. But and they're not flying in the you, food, but. right? Like, this is actually a place you oh, can no, pop into. No, we're not flying in the food. Right. This is local cuisine, local cook, local uh, cuisine. Cool. Because the guy's even Jamaican. The guy's Jamaican, all right? Just just, just let you know. He's not Mexican. <laughs> he's Jamaican. Or, or he's not Dominican either. Um <laughs> Uh, the state to have to host the national championship has got to be Florida. You guys have everything. You have the weather. You have the facilities. You have the women. You have you have everything here. There's nothing else. California is California. 
I, mean, I can't go wrong. The Rose Bowl is the big daddy. It's the one that always had it. So I, you can't change that. I mean, if they're going to start changing these, these bowls, I'm going to feel sorry for these people because, I don't know, we've had them for so long, and to change, I don't know, they've already changed the structure of how the national champion is going to be won right in front of our eyes. It's been done for the past, what, 20 years? It's been changed already, the structure of it. Yeah. So if they actually come down and say, okay, we're going to have it only in one state, uh, to be honest, we're already almost there right now. Mm. Uh, appreciate the caller, Ernesto. Uh, what I do want to uh, what I do want to bring up is uh, what if they did say, "Oh, well, Tampa, Tampa is where this is going to be hosted," or Jacksonville is where this is going to be hosted? Because I'm sure those two cities would say, "Hey, we can do it. We, we've hosted Super Bowls. We host big events. Yeah. Why does it have to be South Florida?" Uh, I don't think. I don't know. Jacksonville probably makes a case for being more college football-y than South Florida. It, uh, Jacksonville has a strong case for it, and, and I like what Ernesto kind of brought up because that was one of my points for Houston more so. You don't want to take away from what the Rose Bowl is by making it the national championship game year in and year out. You want to keep what the Rose Bowl is, even though I don't know what it's going to be with conferences changing and all of that. But when you do it in somewhere that doesn't already have a bowl game, then that can be a new site that is separate from it all. And now when you do your college football playoffs, you can have the Rose Bowl, you can have the Sugar Bowl, you can have the Cotton Bowl, you can have all of the other bowl games that feed into the national championship site at NRG Stadium. Uh Monday, Sunday, baby. Now, here's the thing. (laughs) Like, Stone's looking for glamour. I think there's a contingent of college football fan, if they were going to have one site for the national title game, they're looking for a certain percentage of redneck. Mm. I think college football has become so SEC that for many it feels right to have a certain redneck quota that gets hit. That's mm. where Jacksonville, they would edge out South Florida. That's where Tampa, even to an extent, yeah. probably edges out South Florida. That's where Houston, oh, probably yeah. pretty appealing. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's like where, how, uh, how, Athens? Oh. Yeah, right, uh, well, Tennessee? Well, we might surpass the quota in some of these places. Let's uh, pump the brakes. Pump the <laughs> I, brakes a little bit. I don't think college football – like college football hasn't always been uh, deep south, uh, southeast, hey, y'all. But I think that <laughs> like the SEC is king. I think with that comes, ah, uh, yes, college football. We need some rednecks doing a disservice. And so that maybe disqualifies South Florida. And I know it disqualifies Pasadena. Yeah, I think there are people out there who would say that going to Miami, it's too Formula One at this point. Like, it doesn't mean football. It's too, Euro- it, it, yeah, it's too flashy, too European. Too at Euro- this I was going to say European. All those damn Euros. Uh-huh. I want to fly my Confederate flag and have a good football time. Yeah, and I want to scream. Mm-hmm. Like, they want to get loud <laughs> and all ruckus. Ray, these accents y'all keep putting on. Confederate flag. Ray is in West Palm. Ray's on Ken Levick alive. Hi, Ray. Hey, what's up, hey, Theo? I got the best soul food, hands down. There we go. It's um, it's called Nat's Catering. It's in Miami, on Opelika Boulevard and Seventeenth Avenue. It's in some warehouses, and they only sell dinners like Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That sounds about but right. The- the portions are enough for two people, and you're going to have a long line. Trust me, it's the best in South Florida, period. It's I moved to West Palm time. Beach. Yeah, I moved to West Palm Beach, and I can't find anything up here. There we go. And that's so. what, that was mainly my point, too. I know I can go to Miami and find some things. You're right. 
Appreciate the heads yeah. up on that, Ray. Thank yeah. you, man. Matt's catering. I, I'll check it out next time I'm in Miami, but I shouldn't have to drive an hour and a half down there to get some good soul food. Where is it at out here? You might be right. I might have been overselling Palm Beach County and the Treasure <laughs> Coast with that. Okay. All That's of our, my bad. All of our recommendations have either been Fort Lauderdale or Miami, well, which is cool for the bowl game, I guess. If yeah, that's well, what we're talking which about. Which was the original pitch. Boom City well, uh, tweets in uh, world famous <laughs> Betty's Fat Boys Barbecue, but those are in Lauderhill. I've never even heard Lauderhill's of that. Lauderhill's Broward. Okay. North. Uh, no, it is. North Broward. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's near Coral Springs, near like Tamarack, that area. Okay, so when I'm and again, that's close to the stadium. Though. You can that's pop close there and then Miami you can Gardens. go down to Nats Catering in Opelika. Have a double serving. Well, I thought the double serving was Nats Catering. Well, fine, triple. Said. I don't yeah. know. Ow, ow, double dip it. Serving yeah. of soul. Double dip it, man. <laughs> oh uh, by the way, let's get back to recapping what we are expecting from Theo Dorsey. It is his NFL fandom commitment today here on Ken Levick Alive. The Carolina Panthers, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Miami Dolphins. The Chiefs are one of the four. Theo, quickly, a refresher. Why the Kansas City Chiefs? Why are you considering them as the team you're going to support in 2022? Many people don't know this because I rep Houston so hard, but I was actually born in Overland Park, Kansas. So I have roots in Kansas, have a lot of love for the city of Kansas City, and also on top of that, you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes. You got an infrastructure there and a foundation. He's locked in for the next nine years. Big contract. A franchise that from the top down has done it right. The Hunts, that's a good family so far as what I know. I mean, things can always come out later on. They haven't called Tom Brady from a yacht? Yeah. Haven't done that. Haven't, haven't needed to. Haven't had to cancel out draft picks. All kind of things going right for them. And also, also, if you're going to get in on the Chiefs, this is the offseason to do so because – a lot of people are down on them right now. A yeah. lot of people are down. I think with the AFC West being so packed, right? Yeah. All, the, all this hype going into the Chargers, right? Devontae Adams, the Raiders. the Raiders. You got the, you know, the Broncos. Russ, Broncos country. Let's rock. Right. And so everybody's kind of surpassing the Chiefs. Yeah. Preseason, I think it's a good blind spot to be in if you're trying to jump on ship. I like the hedge to not make it seem like Theo is trying to front run. By putting the Chiefs, the team who has been in the last four, count them, four AFC title games. They have been in back-to-back Super Bowls before last season. But there's the hedge. Hey, Patrick Mahomes wasn't all-world last year. So now's the time to get in. I'm not a front-runner, I promise. Did you see that last drive in the AFC Championship game? I mean, is Patrick Mahomes the guy that they say he is? I don't know. (laughs) Did you see that last drive in the (laughs) AFC Divisional round? (laughs) And the Buffalo Bills are everybody's shiny new toy. And they're the the, the favorites. That's true. The Bills aren't here. The Packers aren't here. The Rams aren't here. I'm here for a fight. The AFC West (laughs) would be the – that's the toughest division in – all of sports right now, the AFC West. Now that a lot hasn't of people been would agree. proven yet. It, it, well, it, it, on, paper, on paper, it's the toughest. On paper, the, the, yeah, just like our Miami, division. our Miami Dolphins are Super Bowl bound. <laughs> on paper, on paper. You know what though? I love that term "on paper." Like anybody in 2022 <laughs> oh, yeah. is looking at any of these numbers on actual <laughs> yeah. paper. Okay, on screen. On screen. Yeah, on screen. <laughs> on the web page. On screen. The AFC West is the toughest division in football. Okay, let's go to our number two. We are closing in on the Theo Dorsey NFL fandom commitment where he will then sign the contract 
to become a fan of that team. We have had our crack staff of lawyers on it. They have written up the contract, and it will be signed today. It is signing day for Theo Dorsey. Commitment day and signing day. Hmm. And, well, we're just randomly taking soul food recommendations. Want to know why? Because we don't know what we're doing on this show. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.